Welcome back to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for watch geeks by watch geeks. I'm John Biggs. I'm Victor Marks. And I'm Nicholas DeLeon. And today on the show, we're talking uh, J-Lo. J-Lo is, a, uh, is an important figure in the watch, in the orology world. But before that, what are we wearing, lads? What, what's on our wrists today? Well, I have the core sharp. It, it was formerly Sharp Brothers. They're now called core. It is the Seven Sins watch. And what, is that, what does that entail? What do you have to do to wear that? Is this like a John Wick thing where you like get a coin and you after, after murdering somebody? No. Not exactly, right. unfortunately. No, this is a watch that is a dive watch with a rotating bezel, unidirectional okay. bezel. And the hands are switch blades. The minute is the knife blade, the hour is the handle. And instead of a day or a date wheel, it has the seven sins going around. So each day gets a separate sin shown on the dial. Is this like some kind of Joker watch? Is this like you're supposed to wear it with like a fedora? I, you you could, I suppose. But the the makers of this watch basically decided that they were going to do this thing and they, they tell people to reflect on, you know, use this thing as a moral compass, right? Are you, are you going to concentrate on doing that sin of the day or are you going to concentrate on, on doing the opposite of that sin of the day kind of thing or guarding against that kind of thing? It seems like it might be a little too much in one, like in one watch to really get into like, uh, being immoral, requiring a moral, uh, moral judgment every time you wear it. I don't know. They, they went to Art Basel with this watch and they showed it at Art Basel and uh, they said that they had a ton of female customers, of women who, who liked the watch, who thought it was cool. All right. And uh, they, they a made quartz? it. Well, they make it both ways. They've got mechanical or quartz. You know, so if you are a, a watch nerd who appreciates a mechanical movement and, and wants loom on the dial and stuff like that, they have one for you. But if you simply like the moral implications of this watch and the appearance of it and want nothing to do with is my watch wound or not or knowing what a mechanical movement is they also make it in quartz all right nicholas what do you got on i literally have on the same king turtle from last week uh so you i gotta won't, wear I won't a different labor that i i, I even labor just, that i just make i just make you up gotta the intentionally watch that I well, what i'm <laughs> what i was going to say i also have in my hand the Accutron RR0 that we wrote about a week or two the ago. The railroad. I, I got it. Yes, the railroad. Uh, I have, uh, yeah, I'll guess I'll, I'll publish a piece on the site in the next couple of days, but uh, I have thoughts. Uh, it is a little tiny. Uh, it's funny. I'm always like, oh, my wrist is so small. It is a small watch, fellas. Is it, it is a 36 a small, millimeter? small watch. Uh, I don't even know the number offhand. So you're, so you're, on, you're riding the railroad, but you're like, you're, you have slightly more... Slightly thinner wrists. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, you're not the you're not the guy shoveling the coal. You're the guy like pulling. A, <laughs> he's he's pulling not a, using the hand cart there to ride yeah, the rails. I guess he's I'm a uh, child <laughs> child laborer. Uh, yeah, you're one of, you're like the foundling when they uh, when they used to yes, drop when they yeah. used to send kids across the country just by like they 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 put the, the address the, on the kid and in the mail sack. Yeah, 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 basically. <laughs> We got a burlap sack for you. <laughs> That's fine. It's it's just a little small, but the dial is very cool. You know, I definitely don't have anything that looks like this in my collection. Uh, it's got a kind of a double uh, double deployant kind of clasp, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I guess my my biggest. It, it's just a, a, a little small. Uh, I, I'll have more uh, fully fleshed out thoughts, I guess, in a couple of days. But uh, it's neat. It's neat uh, to to be determined, I suppose. Is is a uh, 
my final. Uh, what, what I'll say. TBD. Right we'll see. TBD. We'll see. TBD. But yeah, I want to get you a caliper so you can measure stuff and tell me. Yeah, that would be useful. Actually, I should. I shouldn't know this. John, what do you have on? I'm wearing my Bell and Ross GMT, the BR019 uh, something. I forget what the number was. Big square thing? Yeah, the big square thing. I haven't worn that in actually a while. So I'm actually losing a lot of weight recently. So I've started uh, All right. started lo- I've started thinking about my watches, not as like a 280-pound dude, but as like a 230-pound dude. So uh, That's wow. great. So what That's is a lot. The, but the question, the, like, the question is, can I still wear the big watches? Similar to the way that I was asking if I could wear the Yeezys, am I allowed to wear the Yeezys? But can I wear the big watches because of my yes. uh, because of my weight? Am I still allowed? All right, fine. Well, now you're dealing. Welcome to my world where it's like I can't even wear a turtle because it looks, you know, it, it is just noticeably like huge. I would imagine. Oh, I actually went to the store and tried on a a Seamaster. I don't know. I guess a couple a couple of months ago, and I was like, yeah, this looks really awesome. Dude, I look like a like a clown with this on my wrist. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> it really stinks. I, you know, it's a diver. I get it. It's supposed to be big yeah, and, yeah. and highly legible. Like I'm not a fool, but like practically speaking, it it, it just you, looks silly. You know, wear a know. giant chunk of steel on your wrist and be lopsided all day, kind of. So, thing. Yeah. so do we think? Do we think the? Uh, do we think that that the that the watch world is like changing? Is it is it going smaller? That's what I had read. I don't know. It's some some site or something a couple months ago where it's like I I think. What this person has said was like the past decade was like huge watches. Like people were like, they were just making very, very large watches. And then there was like a market correction. And now we're seeing them kind of slim down a little bit. I don't know how true that is. I mean, I know, I mean, didn't Rolex, isn't the sub like a millimeter bigger now? It this is. Year yes, it grew in size, just like the Grinch. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but like to, it, it is, you know, I don't know, maybe watch companies are trying to be more inclusive. Like what, what percentage of people can wear a giant, you know, one of those big dumb like i don't know like, so it, it seems very here's limited. the problem right if they're selling through their authorized dealer network their boutiques and so forth and people keep going and buying because that's what they're they walk in they go oh yeah i like that i'll buy that then they're just going to keep selling them and that's why the the sub grew is because all their their data shows that people like the bigger ones all, all uh-huh. the tutors that sell are bigger except for the the black bay 58 which is a very reasonable 39 size. Yeah, that would I, I, I tried that on that same day as well. And that, that fit fine. That was awesome. Right. That and that's great the on only wrist, one actually. that Tudor makes. That's the concession piece. Everything else is still bigger, bigger. It's kind of weird too, because it reminds me of phones too, where it's like, you know, you know, LG, the LGs of the world or whoever, they're like, oh, consumers love big phones. It's like, well, that's all you make. It's like, yeah, you, yeah. Make, yeah, you yeah, can't well, even choose. But, but Apple had to learn a hard lesson because the mini D- isn't selling that well. They they cut it? oh that's right I no. they cut that. orders yeah. because yeah. it was not moving as fast. I don't know. Uh, it's it's weird because you know I, I get that people maybe oh it's bigger you know it, it's it's more you know there's it's worth more I could do more with it. Of course I want a giant screen. Of course I want a giant watch. I don't know. Is that just like an American thing where like I need it to be as big as possible? Like it whatever. Wasn't always this way. We used to huge. we used to totally be focused on small phones, right? Yeah, the well, the Motorola. Um, the flip phones and and trying to make them every year a little bit tinier. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just in pursuit of whatever that extreme is kind of thing. <sighs> anyway, frustrating. All right. All right. So what do we got? So we got this J Lo thing. What's going on with J Lo? They're splitting up. This is breaking news. This just broke like 15 minutes ago. Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez, our favorite celebrity couple, oh, they're breaking the up. They're 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 calling off their engagement. J-Rod, I have to be honest, if you, if you go to A-Rod's Instagram page, 
He looks like he does not give uh, give a hoot, to be honest. He, he's on his yacht and he's looking at his phone and he looks like the happiest man on the planet. So I don't I don't know what happened, but it is very, very funny to me. He doesn't lo- he does not look particularly bothered is, is what I'll say. OK, you know that J-Lo has her own watch line. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Why don't I'm you feel it right now? <laughs> um, I, I wanted to see what it was she wore. And instead of finding like that she wears a date just or something simple like that, right? No, she has her own line of watches, J-Lo watches. J- J-Lo sure watches. Nice. Are they, yeah, are they, they nice? quartz? Or are they, are they, oh, are I'm positive they are. They, they are. are they manufacture they movement. Are. No, no, they're, they're quartz. <laughs> but you could have a gold-colored chronograph or a oh, stainless steel. Nice. Yeah. Tasteful. Let me see. Rose, Hold on. Before Rose, I criticize uh, gold tone. Yeah. First link is eBay. Perfect. No, no. I came up with Kohl's. Kohl's. That I sounds can... fine. I'd look. Yeah. I mean, look. Okay, you're gonna wear a fashion watch. You're gonna wear a watch at all. Like we yeah. should. We should. Re, we should reward. We should. I mean, celebrate. I agree. We should celebrate the wearing of the watch, right? Absolutely. Yes. No, I agree. Actually, these are fine. They're first off, they're pretty cheap. I'm looking at like twenty dollars, forty dollars. Yeah. So they uh, cost sixty five or something like that. And look, you what you you get a snappy outfit, and you're going out. You know, hopefully, folks can go out. You know, in the next couple months. I don't know. I think it's fine. I think it's fun. It's you know, it doesn't bother me. Some of these look like like one of these models. That's the chronograph for uh, for women. Looks very similar to a Raymond Wild that that I had in for review a while back. So it's not bad. These aren't terrible. I'm excited. I'm excited for J Lo. I'm excited for A Rod. I'm glad they're. Uh, I'm glad they're. Try, they're. They're trying something new. You know what I mean? I think it's important for them to. It's important for young people to. Uh, to branch out. It's a new phase. They've been together life. for so long too. They've been together they were, they for were, so long. The Hispanic power couple. And to me, it was always like, oh, he's he's Dominican. She's Puerto Rican. It's like finally peace between our two houses. And uh, it's impossible. It's never you know, happened. At at the root of it all, she is still Jenny from the block. Yeah. But uh, I would encourage folks to check out his Instagram. He looks like he could not give a uh, could not give a hoot. Uh, what else we got going on? What, so we got this, uh, we got new Casios. I saw a bunch of new Casios. I can't talk about a lot of them, but there's a new, uh, gatekeeping. I mean, I'm gatekeeping. I'm, I was, <laughs> look, I was given access and I can't, I can't, wow. uh, there's a lot of G- new G shocks and they're pretty exciting. So as I think, I think we were talking about this last week. Uh, but I think this is one of the first one. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of the first ones that's coming out. This new rosy vintage. Did you see this thing? Hmm. No. So it's like uh so it's like a classic it's the definitely the classic Casio. Like the it just tells the time it's on a it's on a strap. It's got a little it's it, this is like the this sort is the Al-Qaeda watch basically. Yeah, this is the Al-Qaeda watch. Oh, the F91. Yeah, what what is what is this? This is like I can't even see what F91 this is. F91W or something like that was oh, the, I, have, uh, yeah. I got that from my brother actually. Yeah. No, this is the B640. So this is not this is not exactly Osama bin Laden's watch. This is Osama bin Laden's watch. Gotcha. One of the other cousins. Yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, it's water it's resistant. Robust is what you're saying. It's robust. It's a nice little piece, and I'm actually very I'm actually very pleased that they're doing this because I think the important thing for Casio to realize is that yeah, people buy these things, they love them, and they and they're buying them as fashion items, not as things to tell the time anymore. Yes. So you gotta you they they really have to lean in, and it took them so long to do that. I actually went to Casio's headquarters like years ago, yeah, and they were like, "Oh, well, we don't understand why rappers are wearing these things." And they, they for them, oh, it's God. like, are they wearing them ironically? They were unironically. What's 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 the situation? Oh my God! And slowly but surely, I think they've finally figured out that yeah, okay, these people are wearing them ironically. 
which is fine. You're allowed to wear things ironically because yeah, you do whatever I mean, it's, you want. It's super, is bang, right? it's super cheesy. Yeah, it's it's but it's fancy, and you just slap it on, and you're good to go. It looks cool. Like yeah. again, it, it, maybe maybe Cassie is like overthinking. Oh my god, why are they wearing it? Just let them wear the. It, it fits with no, the outfit. No, but they it, but they didn't. They weren't thinking that. They were back then. They were, they didn't have the. Uh, I don't think they had the marketing team or anybody who was really I understanding see. the situation. So it's kind of interesting yeah. in that way. Well, that, that, that's an interesting point. You know, you don't, you know, we've brought this point up many times and you don't need a watch. I mean, you have your phone, you've yeah. got your laptop, you know, the cl clocks are everywhere. Why, why do you need, well, now it's, now it's like, because it looks cool. Uh, how long will it take watch companies to like lean into that or like accept that as like a valid reason to like want, I mean, does Rolex care if I go to Rolex AD and say, I want a sub. Does he care why? Well, they will tell you no, that's all. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's going to laugh at me. Yes, is the actual. But like eventually, maybe some years down the line, he'll be like, right. I have it for you. Does he care why I want it? I don't know. No. I wouldn't well, if I were him. Why would I, why would I care? No, I would check. I would, I would, uh, I would look, I would, I want to find out your, your motivation to, uh, to sully the brand, sully the watch with your wrist. Gonna... <laughs> if I'm deigned important enough to if you're, own if you're a important Rolex. enough to own a Rolex, that's basically the answer. I mean, you can't. Am I sponge worthy to quote a Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah, sponge worthy. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like if I'm trying to buy your thing, you should just let me buy it. I don't know. But yeah, but they but they they don't want it. They that, don't want that only makes sense it. if if we're talking about like a normal good. We're not talking about normal goods anymore. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a a company that makes ten hundreds of thousands of watches a year. Yet creates a scarcity that is that is so uh, so well known that it's it's part of their branding. It is. Do, do, do you go on Watch Circle Jerk on uh, Reddit? Do you enjoy that? Uh, I have, yeah. Big fan, big fan, because everybody makes fun of like the the AD, like the AD is the AD is your best friend. The AD is not your best friend. The AD oh wants yeah, to yeah, make, yeah, Like he doesn't the, care. Why the AD wants to make a hundred percent profit on you. Yeah. and your and your the, dumb and your dumb choices. And, the AD uh, is your best friend as long as you keep coming in. Yeah, exactly. I have seen those threads where it's like, oh, how long does it take to establish a relationship before? Or it's like, or it's like people like, like trying to plan their like retirement portfolio. It's like, what do I do? Do I do I have? I have <laughs> what to percentage buy, of like bonds? I have it's to like, buy dude. some other brand for myself and my significant other. Exactly, and then they'll. Or you got to buy an Oyster Perpetual, which is like buying a Swatch, the Swatch of the Rolex. I would like world. to board the buy the Ford Festiva, please. Yeah. yeah. Before you can buy, before you can buy a, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, before you can buy a Miata, you got to buy the, uh, you gotta before buy I can the get Honda, a Datejust, I got to buy the, uh, the Honda Fit. Yeah. yeah. It is very kabuki theater. All, uh, you know, again, I am fairly new to this uh, business. There's a lot of like, there's kabuki. weirdness. All kabuki. You could go yeah. into the store and you could probably find a Submariner. I mean, you could, I've, I've seen Submariners floating around in the freaking, uh, in the airport. It's not like, it's not like it's difficult. I mean, I think the I, I think the other thing is these guys are like trying to buy a watch in like Scranton, so like that might be yeah. like Drumpus Jewelry down the street. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I downtown. I was in Hong Kong a year ago, and in Hong Kong, in in like the whole watch mecca where you go around and it's just one AD after another. I went into like five Rolex ADs because they were all within a block of each other, and not a one of them had anything. All right. Well, who knows? Maybe there's. Uh... Maybe it's true scarcity. Maybe you know what? Maybe they're maybe they're having issues. Maybe we should be uh, maybe we should be talking with them, working with them. I would love to have Rolex on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, we want that conversation. <laughs> Let's get them on. Let's get them on. All right. Uh, what's this? What's this Breitling subscription service? Tell me oh, the story here. Or well, it, it, you pay four hundred and fifty bucks for the pleasure of paying a monthly fee, 
to get a used slash refurbished watch on your wrist. And you pay monthly to keep that going. Okay. And if you like it, they will eventually make you an offer to buy it at a discount and using some of the, the store credit you build up by paying monthly. Yes. And if you don't, then I believe you can turn it in and pick up another one and just keep going renting watches. It's kind of like, are you guys familiar with the company Rent the Runway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of sounds like that. I mean, I guess it's like any, any. I, there was a gadget service. I actually spoke to the person a couple of years ago where you could like rent like an iPhone or a Galaxy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pay a fee and you have what access to like whatever you want this month. I want, so I've, I, guess, I guess I've seen this kind of subscription. Well, there, there was a watch thing. service like this four or five, six years ago, something like that. And it failed spectacularly. Yeah, yeah, there was. I forget what it was called, but yeah, that's kind of the. Uh, but here, what they're doing, what's interesting to me about this is that they're not passing out new watches. They're passing out stuff they have that's been used and taken back and refurbed. Yeah. And so, what were they going to do with that? They're going to have to either sell it out at a discount, to someone. And and of course, who wants to buy that in an AD? So this is probably a reasonable plan for them to move old stock. Why don't they just do a uh, what call it? Why don't they just do put it on the gray market or something, or sell it as sell it as used? Mm. Well, I I mean, they could, yeah. They're so proud. It's like, well, they used to have sample sales. I used to go to sample sales in New York, and I don't know if you guys – Oh, not, cool. You, 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 you might have remembered. I don't even it. know what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. You'd go, into a, you'd go into a place, and it would be like um, – you'd go into a, like, a, like a metropolitan pavilion in New York, for example. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you go into the metropolitan pavilion, and they have like a bunch of watches, loads of watches, which is actually really – like really nice it sounds watches. sounds cool, actually, yeah. And uh, they had they had, and this was the Swatch Group sample sale. So it was um, mm. uh, Omega. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who else? Who else would it be? Uh, not Tag. Uh, whatever. Hamilton. Yeah, Tissot and everyone else. Yeah, yeah, Tissot. A couple other ones. But the Omega, the Omega table was always the the hot, sure. the hot seller. I picked up. Uh, I picked up my blue uh, Seamaster that I bought uh, back in two thousand four, I guess, or five uh, at that uh, sample sale for like two thousand bucks. Hmm. Uh, actually, sixteen fifty or something like that, yeah. and it was actually busted. It was broken, but I sent it back in. And they fixed it for me, so that was that was a good thing, and that was a it was a really fun it was a really fun uh, fun way to go. And I guess they just don't want to do those anymore. I mean, a you can't do them anymore. You can't do the you can't do a sample sale. B you don't want to bastardize uh, uh, hurt your brand. You don't want to bastardize your market. Yeah, it feels uh, very millennial to me. I mean the 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 uh, Press photos that were part of the release were like it's it's like a dude looking at his phone and of course it's like a new iPhone and then it's like you know everything is subscription everything it it feels like yeah they could put this on the gray market but they could have a fun website where you can get it it feels like they're trying to tap into that a little bit and it it does feel like the story they were also trying to tell was like you know this is more accessible you know you're going to pay 450 and then i think it's 129 a month and then you, you you know the world is your oyster you have all these cool watches to pick from you don't have to immediately shell out you know but it's bright so it's not actually that it's not actually that much that's that's that the cool. other yeah. other half of that uh yeah but yeah i don't know it, it feel it feels like very millennial brandy i don't know to me, i, I well, don't so there are a couple the things right one of them is the 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 comparison to leasing a car right which is generally a financially a bad idea. Yes, it is. And the the other part of it is there, there's long been a saying, you know, if if you can't afford to pay for the watch in whole, then you just can't afford the watch. You should not be taking out a loan or spending credit to yeah, buy I a mean, real watch. Seems, 
ill-advised. I would would never do that. (laughs) Well, I mean, unless you're tracking the charts the same way you're tracking Bitcoin or something and and seeing that the value of the watch goes up X percent a year, it just doesn't make sense. There's there's no way that it makes sense to spend credit to, to purchase a watch you can't afford unless you're in the business of flipping them and then making margin. Yeah, but I mean, what, what what watch what watch can you make a margin on right now? The Rolex, basically, that's about it. I mean, if y- it, under ten thousand, it's Rolex. That's where you're making your margin. Over over the the twenty thousand mark, you can do any of the uh, the APs and the Patek and you uh, blow and things like that. Yeah, I, I was actually on uh, Reddit the other day. Some guy was selling a, the Grand Seiko Snowflake, the one that I probably want yeah, the most. the one you want. Which is like a $6,000-ish watch. He was selling it for like $4,500. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that I have that either right now to buy. In a while. But I was like, that That to me was like, wow, that's like really cheap. And it was just interesting, like what brands hold hold their value. It's like, it's the same, you know, it, it, it was in perfect condition. It wasn't damaged in any way. Yeah. But- you know, he could only get away with forty five hundred for a six thousand dollar. It was just right. kind of so like normal goods. Yeah. Normal goods when they're used depreciate in value. Sure, right. But Veblen goods or or these kinds of luxury goods can appreciate in value, and e- even if they're used, which is why used Submariners cost more than new ones. Yeah. So it, it it's all wonky when it starts getting into this kind of market. But for most watches, almost every watch is going to be depreciation instead of appreciation. All right, friends. Well, you know. This- <laughs> Are we done? What? That's it? No Are way. Are we done? I no, feel like we got a few minutes. Can I, can, few I, minutes. can I tell yeah, a story? No, Victor had a trademark. Thing. I got a story. He had, he had a quick oh, go news. Tell, tell the trademark thing. I'm sorry. A I'm a little bit. I'm a, I'm a, it's, 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 been a, it's been a long week. Uh, I'm a. I'm just trying to I'm trying to get some energy up and I'm it's going to be hard but you guys you guys take you guys carry you ca- carry me carry me the way that you would carry a I will co- be the wind beneath your wings John co-confused uh, <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> who just passed out behind this at at the uh, at the comedy shack do it yeah so years and years ago there was a company called O&W and Owen W started in the 1950s. They made a ton of watches in the 1960s and 70s. Um, they were really popular with soldiers in Vietnam because they sold them through the, the Army Air Force Exchange, the PX. And so you'd see a lot of those and Seikos on people's wrists in, in the Vietnam War era. And one of their watches was a chronograph called the Navicron. Okay. Okay. So good so far. In... About 1979, they made a ton of things, right? They had they had Selectron, they had they had Early Bird, they had a bunch of cool watches. And in the 1970s, late 1970s, as you know, the quartz crisis hit and things started to go south for a lot of Swiss watch companies. And they didn't go out of business, but they limped along. The the uh, Olek, the founder, mm-hmm. passed away in I think the late 70s, early 80s, and. Weiss, the uh, the other co-founder, carried on, and he carried on by using dials that he'd had made, or or having more dials made, and instead of using Swiss cases, using cases that he sourced, and and assembling watches in small numbers, and continuing to sell. So the brand carried on; it it limped along. It's gone through a revival, and the new owner bought it from the founder, and is is making a go of bringing back and reviving these old models. But there's a problem, and the problem is that. Over in the intervening years, different people have tried to register and or own or use the Navicron name. And this is preventing him from selling 
the new model of the Navicron, the Revival Watch. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, so what happened here? Uh, they stopped making that model in the late 70s because, or, or eight, early 80s when they ran out of stock in chronograph movements because who was buying chronograph movement at that time? And so they didn't make that model for a while. And the problem with trademark is that you have to use it in order for it to continue to be valid. And they never, they never registered it back then, but they, they could have said, well, we made this thing back then and here's proof that we were using it all along, except that they, they let it lie fallow for a little too long. So what happened? In 1991, someone else tried to register the Navicron name. And this is where it gets interesting. The people that registered that name, you'll never guess who they were. Take a guess. Rolex. Rolex. No. <laughs> you'll never get this. It's, it's great. It's such an interesting story for me. So the people that registered it were Seiko. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Seiko went ahead and registered it in 1990. They applied for it in 1991. They were granted it briefly. And I have a 1993 Popular Mechanics in front of me that talks all about the Seiko Pulsar Navicron, which has a huh. rotating bezel ring that acts like a slide rule, making it easy to calculate speed and distance information. So mm-hmm. you can make conversions between kilometers and nautical miles and all of this. And so Seiko registered that name and made a chronograph slide rule Navicron for Pulsar. Okay. This was short-lived because in 1995, guess who came along to try and argue and invalidate this mark? Rolex. I wish. Uh, (laughs) I love how we keep assuming Rolex is the bad guy. Always a bad guy, yeah. Yeah. SMH. Who are SMH? Swatch Group. Oh. SMH was the name that Swatch Group used before they renamed themselves Swatch Group. Mm-hmm. And so Swatch Group came along and said, yeah, actually, you, you, that's a nice mark you got there. Um, it'd be a shame if something happened to it. Swatch Group had a mark named Navigator. And they argued successfully that Navigator was too similar to Navicron and mm-hmm. that Navicron had to go away. Ooh, that's pretty sad. It's a sad story. Pretty sad, so, but so, we're not done yet. We're oh, not okay. done yet. Fast forward to about 2018, I think. Swatch Group owns people that make balance springs, right? And so they, they register a mark, Nivacrone. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... Go on. That's, well, that's, that's familiar because that's, like that's the balance spring. That's a that yeah, balance it, spring company. Exactly. And so they register Nivacron. And as you might guess, what happens in 2020 or, or 2019 when O&W, now back alive, now trying to make heritage models and, and revival pieces, comes out and says, we'd like to register Navicron. And Swatch Group says, wait a minute. No, you can't. We contest that. We oppose that because we've got Nivacron. Mm-hmm. So O&W really wants to get back into making this historical model. That's, that's their whole shtick is make the thing that we used to make only with, of course, modern quality and everything else. Yeah. And even though the balance spring is just a component and never going to be used as a watch, like Swatch Group is never going to put that on a watch. They're saying that it's too similar and barring O&W from using their historic name. You know what? Some people deserve uh, to, be, uh, to be burned at the stake, ultimately. That's my that's my take. Who are we burning? 
I don't I don't remember I don't remember who the villain was, but I'm very, no, I'm very I'm thinking Swatch Group here. Squatch group, Swatch Group. <laughs> I I say decentralize everything. Yeah, let's decentralize the naming the naming platforms. What, so that was who, mine. So who this gets trademark stuff is wacky. So who gets the watch? Who's who's right? Who's doing? Who's using the watch now? Who's using the name now? No one's no one's using the name now. No one can use the name now. Well, Swatch Group is contesting it, and so OW's case is that this this word is combined from two words, navigation and chronometer, and they have a historical model, and that they ought to be able to use it. It's not a strong case, obviously, because they didn't continue making it, and they'd never registered it previously, and and things like that. But that's that's the position. Burn it all down. Fight the power. Elvis was a hero to most. Yeah. I mean, it's blocking them from making the watch. They'd, they'd gone ahead. They were going to make it. They'd put up images. They'd pre-sold. Yeah. They had customers ready to go. And they had to email other customers and say, we're very sorry. We're going through this. We have to wait. Why don't they do a, why don't they do Navacrunk? That'd be pretty Ooh. cool. Navacrunk? <laughs> that How do you want to spell that? N A V I. However, it gets passed is what it sounds like. C R C R or K R U N uh, K. All right. So that's the guys. I think that's the answer. Yeah. Navacrunk. That's the answer. Yeah. They could. Yeah. We'll check it out. See if it's see if it's out there. Yeah. But I think just. Uh, I think just let's just let's just do this thing. Let's give them the name. They can use that name if they want. It's not a it's not a big deal. And uh, and I think we I think we just move forward. I like I like that you saw problems, John. That's what I've always yeah. liked about you. Yeah, I'm here. Dismantle, dismantle problems, and everyone's happy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are if you are a watchmaker and you are if you're in trouble with your branding, uh, just come to us. We're the <laughs> we're the watch bros. We understand watches implicitly uh, from a level in to, to a level that's that's um, uh, mostly unacceptable in polite company. But I think we can help you. <laughs> change your name if you're if you ever have one of these issues if it's rolex or swatch group steals your name we're right here for you that's why we believe cholex is the next brand upcoming ah. brand and uh and we're going to stand by that i'm john biggs i'm victor marks and i am nicholas de Leon. and we shall see you uh next week with i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, drink a bunch of coffee and i think we'll be a lot a lot happier all right thank you for listening we'll see you next week